Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Storytime with Matthew Hasm Hammer, the podcast where you, the member of the general public, will get up and tell your story. Why? Because everybody has a story. Um, as always, this podcast, uh, this podcast, in fact, is actually sponsored by the Pass to Assist Pod. Follow Callum, Jack, Doug, and Carl as they discuss basketball. Why? Because they like basketball and it's there for all your basketball needs. Um, the amount of times I talk about wrestling on the show is about time we actually got an actual wrestler on the show. Um, so um, we had to. Um, Thank this absolute lad for coming on. Please welcome to the show, everybody, Caden Lay. So, Caden, welcome to the show. Can can I call you Caden, or is it Gareth, or is it Dave, or uh, is it Gareth, <laughs> it Dave, Caden? Yeah. <laughs> I forget um, one. You yeah, just be like um, one of the others. You probably just keep going round and round and like you know a cycle. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man of many names, mate. Man yeah. of many names, mate. It's one of the things. Is like you know, if someone goes wrong with one, at least you've got two others to back it up, right? That's it, mate. That's, yeah. that's, that's probably what's happened. To be honest, something yeah. went wrong, and I've just changed my name constantly. I remember when I was a kid, we used to go boys' brigade. And there was a guy there called Trevor, and somehow I just figured his name was Duncan, so he was called Duncan for the rest of his career at boys' brigade. But uh, <laughs> I kind of felt bad afterwards. <laughs> it, it just sticks, there. Whatever you get called, it sticks. But. Yeah. I'm literally just Dave in a gym, but everyone in Strongman knows me as Dave now. Yeah. It's, it's weird. How long have you been doing the uh, the Strongman thing for? I think I've only been doing it two years, going yeah. on three. So it's not it's not too long, like, it's just uh, started out where I was, uh, I was pulled into it by one of my best mates, one well, of my best mates now, um, <clears throat> like Ben Badger Brunning is... Um, He's like a giant live competitor. And uh, he just said, you look strong, let's go. That was pretty much it. I just caught the bug then. And I, I think I joined uh, Big Dogs, the place called, the gym's called. Yeah. They're uh, over in Chirk. And that must have been about two, nearly three years ago. Yeah, just a good bunch of lads. And I said, once, once you start, you catch the bug. It's like anything there. Yeah. So you are from Wales, is that correct? Yeah, I am. I don't sound like it, but I am from <laughs> Wales. Fluent in Welsh. Are you actually? I am fluent in Welsh, yeah. Oh, wow. um, not a lot of people hear me speak it, but I am fluent. Yeah. It's funny, because the amount of Welsh people I've met, and, like, do you speak the native tongue? Like, no. <laughs> that's how it is, mate. I don't know why. Everybody, should, everybody that's Welsh should speak Welsh. Yeah. That's how it should be. You would have thought so, like all the uh, the road signs and things like that, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I work in car insurance, we have a lot of... Um, huh? Can you read where you're going if you're from Wales? <laughs> <laughs> like, the amount of times I've called like Clyde, like, Cluid, or, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there, like, reading it, you know, uh, at work, going like, uh, so you're from Cluid, is that correct? And like, it's Clyde. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> It's that double L in it. You gotta have that that sound in the back of your throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like you, there's something stuck. Yeah. What, what was it like growing up there? And uh, like you know how how was growing up for you? Um. Well, around here, especially where I'm from, because I'm from, I'm going to speak the Welsh bit there. I'm from a town called Dogechia, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a small town, middle of nowhere. 
literally nothing to do except for watch wrestling and walk around town, go back home, watch more wrestling. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the first match you ever watched? What got you into it? Do you know what? I, I think I was about... The first match I remember, I was in a hotel with my mum and dad in Portsmouth. And all I remember was Kane was in the match, and it must have, it must have been like a Royal Rumble or something like that. Mm. Cause I just remember Kane chucking people everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's what started it off. And then I didn't, I didn't watch it for a while. Then and I think I got into it just because all my mates were into it, really. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Just spiraled from there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think it probably would have been, uh, I think it was either nine, 2000 or uh, nine, uh, 2001 with Kane at that record or whatever in the, uh, the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, mate. Then bloody That's Roman a long Reigns. time to be in the ring. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that meme you see on, uh, what's it called, on like Facebook or wherever, you know, wherever social media platforms you go on. And it's got like, you know, if Kane can wear like a mask in like the ring for 45 minutes in a Royal Rumble, yeah, so you, can, you can wear one in the bloody shops or something. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. It's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. So, Five minutes, people. That's all you need to wear a mask for. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Kane's done it longer. Just remember, like, you know, you just got you got to go sit there, like, in the shop. Like, oh, mask is pissing me off. And, you know what? Kane's done it way longer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're gonna see Rain Mysterio now, just wearing like a full on mask, where it's just covering his mouth as well. Like, you know what? Uh, oh. <laughs> he's alright isn't he he doesn't have to do anything nobody's going to tell him excuse me go wear a mask hmm. man he's a lucky boy <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah how old were you when you you even got into like training um, well because of where I live there wasn't any training around it obviously you're not going to find a, a wrestling gym or anything in the middle of Wales well not not back then anyway there's a lot more now but uh, it was my career advisor in school that got me into wrestling it wasn't professional wrestling I started out as a freestyle wrestler oh yeah um, and I think I'd done that from the age of 13 till I was about 16 hmm. uh, collected a few championships along the way not bloating or anything like that you know <laughs> I became UK champion all that sort of stuff. And um, I got recognised by Oric Williams because I went to a couple of the shows just to watch. Um, if you don't know Oric Williams, he's one of the guys that run used to run the Wales circuit. Um, he used to be on World of Sport as Al Bandito. And, uh, yeah, he was very successful running his shows in Wales. And uh, I came to him one day, and this is when Barry... Um, Mason Ryan Barry Griffiths yeah Barry Griffiths was uh, wrestling I just remember sitting there and seeing this huge man come past him he, he lived down the road from me from Port Maddox and uh, I just spoke to Oric and he took me to a few shows and I think oh, I must have been 18 18 years old it was and uh, he just took me to a load of shows and said oh you need to lose weight you need to lose the weight you're a fat bastard now, so lose the weight. I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't lose all of it. I think I got a little bit skinnier. Hmm. And uh, he sent me to the All-Star Wrestling School, which is run by Dean Ormark. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, 
that was it then. Exactly like everything else, I caught the bug stopped <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the, the only one we really have around here training school is one called drop kicks um, I went there for a couple of months it was a really good laugh actually like, I remember the first time coming out like just coming out covered in bruises and just being like that was awesome you know kind of thing like <laughs> especially where you is know that, is that run by Phil is it uh, it was Lucas Jackson Lucas Jackson I think it was Ian Powers has got one around there has not he which one Phil Powers, oh, I can't remember what school he runs. I'm sure he runs a school around Essex, right? He probably does. It's probably um, trying to think of the other one they got around there, but because there's two, I think what one's in like Harold Hill, the other one was in uh, in- not in Gaystone. Um, the only way I can describe it is a place called the ah um, oh, the Circus Tavern. And like they used to do Southside wrestling shows in there, it was the greatest thing ever yeah. because like you'd come out of a show, and then like you know upstairs was a titty bar, so you got just to go upstairs and party afterwards, and just like you know. Uh... <laughs> yes, mate. Yeah, it was, it was a bit that's, naughty. That's an ultimate show that is. Yeah, wrestling titties. Literally, it, it, it was a game changer. Like you know, uh, we we bet. We... <laughs> I think Southside only done one more show. Then it was heartbreaking. <laughs> For us. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, um, ah, so this place anyway, uh, yeah. So it's where like this place is it's just round the corner. It's in this like judo hall. Uh, it was dropkick wrestling. And obviously, Lucas Jackson was there. A guy who follows you on Instagram, Ian Frost or Ian Frude, I think his name is on in real life. Um, okay. <laughs> he's another strong man wrestler kind of thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of us. <laughs> yeah. And he basically took us under his wing on the first thing and like. Uh, we we just had so much fun there, like me and my mate. Uh, I ended up like you know uh, they said, oh, just give him an elbow, like use your uh, you know the meaty part of your uh, arm, and like hit him, in the, hit him in the neck. Completely missed his neck, hit him in the collarbone, and like this bruise he had there was like, just absolutely huge. It didn't go away for like two weeks. And I was there like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. Proud proud accomplishment in my life. <laughs> oh man. Oh, very nice. So, where, where where was it you actually even had your first match? Well, my first match was on a Haven. Um, and it was a tag match. Haven. So, uh, Haven, mate. Haven, Haven. Of course it was. It was Dean Allmark. He basically runs them gaffs. <laughs> what else do you expect from all the stars? Like, they, they put on all types of shows. Of course, yeah. Like, everyone knows, like, Dean Allmark is the uh, the Triple H of, like, uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> for, like, holiday camps. Oh, definitely. Like, the thing is, he's probably one of the best people to learn from for holiday camp wrestling. Hmm. Even any type of wrestling, really. I mean, he's jack of all trades, isn't he? Uh, you put him in a situation, he's going to smash it. And I don't like blowing smoke up him, but... Yeah, you got to take your hat off to him. You put him in a situation, he's going to smash that situation. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, yeah. No, uh, so, my first match, uh, Dean was actually in it. So, it was um, it was the Port Maddock Haven. And uh, I remember I was, I got told the time to be there. And obviously, you're supposed to turn up early. Yeah. I didn't turn up early. So that was my first ever mistake. First match, first mistake. I was late. So obviously, I missed. I missed my first match. Luckily, you know, there was there was two shows that day. Big mess up. 
uh, honestly, I thought that's it. That's that's my wrestling over and done with. Never going to step into a ring. <laughs> Luckily enough, Tish Dean's wife was like, "Right, you get one more chance, and we're not, we're not just going to shove you to the side. It's a mistake. We understand." And uh, she put me in a tag. It was me, James Mason, um, against Dean Ormack. And I'm trying to think who else was in the match. It might have been Rampage. Rampage Brown. Sure it was Rampage. Yeah, Rampage Brown. Yeah. Uh, I think like, what 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 a first match to be in, right? Yeah, I was gonna say James. Um, James like Mason. He's a uh, he's like another legend from the UK, and he like everyone. <laughs> you know. Well, he's 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 in WWE now. Hmm. Uh, he's he's teaching everything. Like you can't. Everybody knows who James Mason is. He's, he's probably been everywhere in Britain. Yeah. If you don't know who James Mason is, you've been living under a rock. <laughs> I remember um, Will Osprey was uh, hosting these shows in um, uh, like Liv- uh, Stratford area and uh, for Frontline Wrestling. And Rampage Brown come on and fought this Japanese fella. And uh, the Japanese fellas are agents come along with him, and he's just like started chanting his name. So I thought, good to get a one up on here. Just gone, Brown, Brown, Brown. Let's go, Rampage. Let's go, Rampage. And he, everyone just burst out laughing. And Rampage even, you know, cracked a smile himself. Went, it's not, it's not <laughs> happening, lads. It's not happening. <laughs> so we're like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Mate. Uh. It was a yeah, uh, but he he's just you know the, the amount of times you see him on shows like I remember like he made a surprise turn to like uh, I think it was unboxing at Progress once and like when as soon as the music hit people were just going holy shit Rampage Brown back hey it's another legend isn't he like yeah. such a like even obviously he's got a lot smaller now like tone wise that like, even when he was bigger mate the way he moves. Is just phenomenal. Like, mm. Was it was that, like that power slam he was doing? That was circling around as a mean brages, wasn't it? Mm. Where he like, jumps up in the air and does the power slam. Like, how can a lad that size do something like that? Yeah. He just had like the massive shoulders really about him, wasn't it? Like, you know, uh, well, not that's all about him, but like literally he had like massive shoulders compared to a lot of other wrestlers, you know, like. And you just basically see him, like, you know, just get him on the shoulders and basically jump and, you know, slam him down. It was just there, like, all in midair as well. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not big on all these flips and all this stuff. I'm all about the power, but, mate, someone that can have that much power and do something like that in midair. Last last year, like it was like the year of bloody uh, Shah Samuels. He, you know, he was like getting booked everywhere, bless him. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he was even like attempting moonsaults, and he thought he's a he's a big lad, and he was like losing a lot of weight. He was making a lot of progress, and then twenty twenty happened, and he was just saying like, "Oh, the ultimate clusterfuck, poor poor Charles Samuels." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, don't expect to see me ever do somersault, mate. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, yeah, like, um, <laughs> like, what was the funniest situation you've ever been in, in like, in a wrestling match? You're asking now, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, if you want, 
I'll tell I'll tell you a story, my funniest situation I've ever seen in my life. And if you can remember right. one afterwards, you, you can tell yours, Brian. So we went to this show in Colchester. Uh, it was me, my mate Sam, uh, my mate Adam, and my mate Steve. And uh, so we've gone to this show because Sting was there. So like you could have like a meet and greet with Sting for like 60 quid. So like, yeah, fuck it, why not? And then uh, obviously another person who was there was Sonny. Um, and uh, my mate Sam saw the opportunity to have a picture in bed with her but basically what he, he he's always quite like uh theatrical with what his pictures are gonna be like like he he's got one with like ezekiel jackson like whacking him with a two by four and things like that like yeah <laughs> but um what, what happened was basically they uh they couldn't get a bed in time so sunny had to like just have normal photos with fans and he was heartbroken because he bought a uh, cucumber <laughs> oh no <laughs> he, he he wanted he wanted Sonny to basically hold the cucumber in the picture while he was crying, uh, just for a <laughs> good old laugh. And uh, um, but what happened later on? They actually had a wrestling show on, and um, it was the fabulous Bakewell Boys versus another team. I can't remember who it was, and uh, <laughs> we we all got drunk and just ended up getting like oh, what warrior face paint and like sting on things like that, and. Uh, Basically, like one of them turned around and was like, Oh, Warrior, we need your help. When Sam, give him the cucumber. And he went, Here you go, mate. He's pulled the cucumber up. He's grabbed it, Jerry Boatwell, got in the ring, started to try and tag, you know, the other wrestler with it. And then, like, the, the other wrestler took it off and broke it in half and kicked out of the ring. And this kid just picked it up going, oh, I've got a cucumber! And you're sitting there going, like, How excited that kid was, you know, the fact he got a cucumber out of a wrestling show was just unbelievable but uh, they even like put their profile picture for like a week as a bloody cucumber like who would have thought the cucumber incident like you know would have taken off or whatever but <laughs> wow <laughs> that's good mate it's good yeah um I think if I had to think of one moment I have seen one, well, it was it was on a uh, Ian McGregor show, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're all just chilling watching this match. And uh, I can't remember who was in the ring, but we never we never seen him work as a heel, and he killed it. And out of nowhere, this little kid just jumps in the ring and jumps on the lad's back, yeah. and we're all kind of like, oh no. What, what do we do? Like, <laughs> you can't really do much. It's, I think he must have been 13, maybe. Hmm. So what do, what do you do in that situation? <laughs> There's just this wrestler on the mic, walking about with a kid, grabbing onto his back, trying to choke him out. And then the promoter <laughs> dives in the ring. <laughs> Full Nelson's <laughs> 13-year-old. And walks around with this 13 year old in his hands and straight to the back <laughs> and to be honest I think everybody heard us from the back just howling <laughs> that's really good <laughs> was, yeah, was that, the kid banned from all the shows that's the question sorry was the kid banned from all future shows <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the kid ran pretty fast uh, when he came through the curtains and saw us all there. <laughs> so I don't think they actually got his details. Fair play to him. That's what you want as a heel, and you want them to be that angry 
fact they want to jump on you. Yeah. <laughs> like we we, uh, we 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 always go to like drop kick shows um, in Brentwood because they're at the uh, the Brentwood Theatre, which can probably fit about like sixty people in. So it's just quite funny to go there. Um, but like you know, the shows are really entertaining. They have this wrestler called Tony Kemp, uh, really really cool guy. Um, but he he had a Punisher tattoo, and like you know, basically he is a heel. But he always brings his like wife and two kids along, so he'll come in the uh, the crowd or whatever, like you know, give everyone a piece of his mind, be like, "Hey, fuck you," and things like that, and then basically just go up to his kid and like give him a hug, and he's just say like, "Oh, it's just killing kayfabe now," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember uh, he was standing there minding his own business, and I, went, "Hey, mate, the Punisher's a terrible film." Who who said that? <laughs> I normally take my my nine year old to uh, to shows, and uh, again, it was probably I think it was um, for Welsh wrestling. This was, and it was uh, just in some small camp somewhere. And I forgot to, I had chewing gum in my mouth, and I forgot to take the chewing gum out of my mouth because I hate wrestling with chewing gum. In my mouth. Yes. So many stories about people from choking on chewing gum whilst wrestling. So I was thinking, oh, what am I going to do with this chewing gum? looking about and I saw my little girl there and I thought this is a perfect opportunity I said hey girl get here took my chewing gum out of my mouth and I open your hand <laughs> I put my chewing gum in my little girl's hand the look on people's faces oh I have never like people have never been that disgusted in me in my entire life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that 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 does sound like quite a hill move. So you know, congratulations, you succeeded on your job there. <laughs> um, you've been on, you've been on quite a few shows with like some quite big uh, people. Like obviously, you've been with like Santino. Uh, you mentioned Mason Ryan earlier. Gangrel. I think you even had a match yeah. with him. Yeah, I've, I've had a match against him. And for me, probably my biggest moment in wrestling was with Gangrel, where I was tagging with him. And I thought, oh, it's Gangrel. We're obviously, I'm going to go out first. He's going to follow me. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, they're like, oh, no, no, you're going out together and his music hits. And obviously, Gangrel's music, one of the best entrance musics yeah. you will have ever. And that's the one time I've had so much goosebumps when I'm standing backstage. Gangrel's, sorry about that. Yeah. Gangrel's music hits. And you walk out with Gangrel, mate. One of my best moments in wrestling. <laughs> Everywhere, like I think it's like being voted by like a lot of people. It's like you know the world's greatest like wrestling show ever. Like you know, uh, a lot of people rate that one. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's an awesome. It's a different feeling when walking out to it. Like, yeah. It does give you goosebumps when you hear it. Anyway, it's, it's new, new, you know. But like, yeah, in the ring with him. I actually met him once at um, uh, London WrestleCon, I think it was. And uh, yeah. you, you know where you just like, I don't really know what to say to you, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, uh, you're right, mate. <laughs> and uh, we ended up just having a picture of him just going like, and I just thought, fuck it, might as well like, stick my tongue out as well. So, and up uh, just both of us just going, <laughs> like, Fun thing to do, mate. Fun yeah. thing to do. <laughs> uh, my mate had one with him where he's just sticking his middle finger up. <laughs> like, like, it's either the fingers. Yeah. Not middle fingers. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just seems like a mental guy to be fair with you. Well, I bet he's badass though in real life, you know, but 
it's crazy because like I talk to him now and again I like it's Gangrel like when you're a kid you watch him on TV and you always think that, that's Gangrel they're, they're at the top mm. like now I've, I know him like it's insane like I don't know I don't know how to put it into words like knowing someone that you used to love and idolise as a kid watch wrestling mm. next minute you you're in a job with him <laughs> did did you get to spit blood as well though? I didn't get to spit the blood. No, no. It, it, it was good enough just watching him do it. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know at times where you're a kid or whatever. Like even now to this day, we said, "Oh yeah, gonna do the Triple H." And you still can't perfect it like Triple H does. You know, like there's <laughs> a technique, and there's a hidden technique. He's got to do something with his tongue. Yeah. That man's got a magnificent tongue. <laughs> I, I always remember watching this uh, episode of SmackDown with Triple H, and um, he had three three matches in the night because uh, like Vicky Guerrero was punishing him. And um, so the first entrance he has, he basically does the the whole entrance, like you know, it's all about the game, how you play, you know, does the water spit, whatever. And then like too later on, he has, he has to come out again twice. He just walked out to the King of Kings song. He just just walked out and just got in the ring and said, "Okay, let's do this." <laughs> ah, no say, water spit. Nah. You imagine just that, you know, like I think I think that show would have gone on for three hours if he if he did that, you know, uh, three <laughs> entr- that three water spit entrances. You know, but. <laughs> 15 minute entrance every fucking half hour yeah I've seen him live twice I've seen him against um, Sting at 30 WrestleMania 31 and I went to 33 as well when he fought Rollins and like remember him coming out with um, the Terminators or whatever but when he come out on that motorbike thing with uh, like on WrestleMania 33 all you could just smell is like burning rubber like because he was just there like rubbing (laughs) up so much it was was just quite amazing to like yeah, I see. <laughs> the proper American experience. Mm. <laughs> right, when you're there, America the Beautiful's playing, you know, you're like, oh, this is the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I've never done. I haven't been to America to watch a show or even gone to do a show. No. So, obviously, that's on the bucket list. Even just to watch a show, really, it's, it's got to be something else, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, 2021, hopefully, you know, COVID fucks off by then and, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> It's horrendous at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. How's, um... So, yeah, so we we've, um, talked about your, obviously, your funniest match and uh, your favourite moment was uh, you and Gangrel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's coming. I snuck that one in, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to save myself some time. <laughs> Mate, Gangrel's a badass, you know, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Don't mess with him. The Brood, what a team. And then he had the new Brood with the Hardy Boys. As you say, like... It's like four Hall of Famers and Gangrel, yeah. bless him. <laughs> you can't do that, can you? You can't go from the A team to the B team. Mm. What are you <laughs> I remember, like, you know, the first time sitting there, you go, like, what? I think it was, obviously, it was the No Mercy ladder match. I'm sitting there, I didn't watch, like, you know, the build up, I just watched the video. And I'm sitting there going, well, why are the fucking Hardy Boys coming out with Gangrel? This doesn't make any sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I, I don't think anyone watched that type of matches. Like, I watched the Edge of Christian Hardy Boys. I think they lost, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Edge and Christian lost to the Hardy Boys. Um, it was a finals of some 
Terry Invitational Cup or something, I can't remember, but it was like the greatest match. Like, well, people still talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, at the moment, obviously, you know, the whole COVID thing going on, I take it you're still, you know, doing, you know, uh, like, you know, the strongman thing that's still ongoing, yeah? Yeah, still doing the strongman, trying to keep myself, I wouldn't say fit as possible, but as strong as possible. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I've, I've got a little bit more good time. But uh, it's where the power comes from. I've got to have a power belly, mate. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently you've got connections to uh, the uh, the beautiful county of Essex, is that correct? Oh, I do, yeah, I do. I, uh I took a little bit of a break out of wrestling and I moved, well, before I started wrestling, I moved to Essex with my mate, Craig. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just became, I was a bouncer in Basildon. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Vegas. complex. Yep. Liquid and Envy. It's not Liquid and Envy anymore, is it? Uh, I don't think, I think they're long gone, bless it. Uh, is it like the Baz Vegas retail park, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I was, I was off the there for a good while. And uh, I had part of my finger chopped off whilst I was working. And uh, oh wow, that's it, that's it for now. I think I'll move back to Wales where my fingers are a little bit safer. Jesus Christ. I didn't know we were that rough in Essex. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it wasn't pretty much something like that. I think I was chasing someone out and uh, there was a a gate there and fingers got into gates. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into too much deal, detail there. I don't want to gross people out on your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an explicit warning, so you can, you know, be, you know, how explicit you want. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was it for then. And then uh, a couple of years later, I came back, and then I think all I'd done was put a blind and worked in London for a while. That was about it. <laughs> Nothing interesting happened there. So you, you've met uh, you met my mate Big Liam, of course, the one who uh, helped me reach out yeah. to you. Yeah, definitely, he's a good lad, isn't he? Oh, he's lovely. He's a giant. Apparently, told Mark Andrews he was shit once, bless him. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> mate, how has he never got into wrestling? Like, Liam, he's the type of guy. No idea. He, he's he's seven foot. Uh, he's he's a big lad. Um, I don't really know. Uh, I think it's mainly the fact of, like, you know, obviously the lack of wrestling schools in Essex that's uh, kind of stopped him from doing it. Yeah. I mean, he's a big lad. Like, he's, like you say, he's tall. He's big. He'd definitely do something in wrestling, I think, anyway. I've tried he's picking him up for a 3D enough, once, but he, uh, he he kind of refused me uh, from, from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, last week we can get him. He's definitely got a mouth for wrestling. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's like he's one of them guys. Like he's just so blunt, bless him. But that's just his humour. Like he'll say <laughs> something. You he'll just call like you know random girls like slags and things like that. And, oh, it's fine, it's Liam, you know. <laughs> and you say like, how do you get away with this? <laughs> like you know, like. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of people like that. Like, just, how do you get away with that? Like, if I said that. I'd be in a prison cell right now. <laughs> uh, you just kind of like, kind of think to yourself, like, I have no idea how you've literally got away with this, and like, you need to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no way. Don't do what 
what Liam does, okay? Nah. Stay away from all that. <laughs> I do, you know. Uh... Uh, like um, he he gets really uh, wound up with me, bless uh, bless him, because of uh, uh, my mum passed away a few years ago, and like I'll just throw in a couple of like you know dead mum jokes, and he'd be like, "Fuck's sake, can you stop it?" <laughs> and all that. But it's kind of like you know the way you know you kind of got to move on, you know, just crack because <laughs> they they have like something behind their bar once saying Spirit of the Week, and oh, what are you serving my mum? <laughs> it does stop a conversation dead, mate. Yeah. It really does. Literally dead. But mate. My, t- my tag team partner, he does exactly the same. Yeah. And he, uh, I'll be saying something, I'll take the piss out of him. And he'll just go, yeah, well, my mum's dead. So how now? How do you feel now? <laughs> Pull that card again. All right. <laughs> Man. Tell, tell, tell us about the formation of the Riot Squad. How was it? Well, it, it literally came out of nowhere. Brian Dixon, um, obviously the promoter of All Stars, he, uh, he always used to call his tag teams the Riot Squad. Always used to be the Riot Squad. And uh, me and uh, Sammy, we, uh, we just got put together. And uh, we've been mates for a while anyway. And it just it just clicked there and then. And uh, purely just because Brian called us the Riot Squad, it's the Riot Squad. It just stuck. Yeah. And... Uh, from there, it's, it's just grown and grown. Like we've, we've been all over the place as the right squad now. Um, it's probably what I enjoy the most, wrestling-wise. I, don't get me wrong; I do like doing singles wrestling. But if I get the choice to tag with Harry, uh, Sammy, Sammy, <laughs> um, I'd definitely choose that. It's, yeah. it's more fun. Me and him have a, a blast. Right, sounds it. Um, <laughs> where, where's like the, the weirdest venue you've ever played at weirdest venue I tell you what it was in a market like in the middle of a market like yeah. there was shops all around us I can't even remember where it was it was near Liverpool somewhere and uh, it must have been a charity gig I think and just, we just we got changed and upstairs it was shop hmm. and we had to come through the marketplace where there was an old granny buying fish and all this is like this is like insane and then we walk out the market and in the middle of all the shops just this ring with kids screaming shouting and just people walking past going the heck is this guy walking through here in lycra for (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was weird me and my mate Simon, we we go to the uh, we used to go to the IPW shows in uh, Kent, and um, we always couldn't stop laughing because there was this show where basically um, it, like, every every time like oh well, this is quite a big venue actually you know they got the swimming pools and things like that there so you know. <laughs> You kind of think to yourself, like, well, you know, they're probably, you know, uh, a lot, like, you know, and then they basically just shove you in this little room, which is like the, uh, like a little, you know, one basketball hoop in there. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, okay, this makes more sense. And literally, it's like three rows for, like, you know, like people just sitting there watching wrestling. And uh, <laughs> it was like, it, we had one of the funniest times ever because, like, this kid, uh, it was Earl Black Jr. versus. Speedball Mike Bailey and Old Black Junior basically was just being full on heel and just like kicking the shit out of Mike Bailey but this kid behind us just started shouting stinky head and 
we just couldn't stop laughing at this kid shouting stinky head at old black junior and they're like we were just waiting ourselves and like there's proper serious moments going on where like basically um the ref like you know calls for the match to stop because of like you know old black junior's just absolutely destroyed the hell out of mike bailey and like mike bailey's getting up and he's like concussing and everything like that you know so like but we were just wetting ourselves in laughter because this, this kid behind us was just Chanting stinky head, like it, it just really set us off for some reason. And then, like, later on, Jimmy Havoc for um, ah, Rob Sharp, and they like, he's he's proving a submission. And the kid behind us again started chanting chicken at him. And then Jimmy Havoc with his quick wing, and, how am I chicken? I'm fighting him one on one. Kids are the best, they like when, when, they, when they get going in a crowd. They come up with so much brilliant things. <laughs> I think after that, that Mike Bailey, we were so exhausted from laughing that this wrestler called Jade come out and she just like we were just kind of standing there, just like half dead, just kind of like like clapping, you know, because just giving our respects or whatever. So she's walking out or whatever, and she goes, "What are you clapping about, Four Eyes?" And we just, yet again. Floods of laughter again, <laughs> like <laughs> we just got called out by you know this 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 you know pretty hot girl, and they're like, "Well, you sure told us." <laughs> Man, those, oh, yeah, those are the no, best shows, though, aren't they? Like you know, because like you can just hear everyone and what everyone's saying. Some some of the best shows that you you have, like you say, two rows. You just have that intimacy with someone, like just. You never connect with one person, mm. but you can't help it in a place where there's like ten people. Like some shows are like that. There's ten people, and it's just everyone's quiet except for that one person. It's, you just play up to that one person, and you yeah. can't help it. And they just uh, they make the show. It's not it's not the rest that make the show. It's that one person. <laughs> Like, like you said, there, that, that kid made that show for you. Yeah. Like, there was a guy that next to us, and he, uh, he he saw what they were laughing, so he started calling Stinky Head, but he just said, mate, don't, don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have the same effect, mate. Yeah. You just, you, you're just a loser. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, like, and every, every time you go to, like, an independent show like that, no matter what happens, there's guaranteed to always be a raffle. And like, especially when you take my mate Sam, Jesus Christ, he he, he usually gets quite tanked and ends up spend, spending like 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 twenty quid on raffle tickets for so just just for like you know a poster of the show like they they're giving at the end or whatever. Like you're like Sam, what what did you? Oh, I need it for my collection. Like, what what collection have you got with like independent wrestling? It's like that's a good point actually. <laughs> He might have for a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> He's spending 20 quid. Hey, he goes all out. <laughs> Fair play. Oh, gee whiz. Right. Are there any, like, promotions you what, are you, you actually, you know, eventually want to uh, transition to, like, out of Wales or... Uh... There's, a, there's a couple I haven't. Hmm. haven't and obviously you've got the big ones, their progress, everything like that. I haven't really done much of what people call the indie scene. Hmm. Obviously, I've done a lot of like all-star wrestling, like the town shows, things like that. Um, 
I don't know, it's just, it's just something that, I was, I, I got into NGW, that was, that was, I enjoyed doing NGW, it's one of those things that, it was a step, it's not even a step, it's not, I think that's the wrong word, I don't want people thinking that I'm saying step, it's done, <laughs> but it's, um, they were recording and that, that's, that was the first place where I started doing tape things, obviously learning where the hard cam was, played to the hard cam, went to the cameras on the side, because I'm so used to just a crowd. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I, I, I can play to any side I want, as long as I get a reaction. But obviously when you've got cameras there, you're playing to one side, and that would be, it was a massive learning curve for me. So, things like that, I, I, I want to progress, obviously, everyone wants to progress. So I want things that are going to teach me new things. You, you, you don't want to go along in life not learning something. Yeah, cool. So, to me, things like progress, where they've got the guys that can teach me things, yeah. that's where I want to be. Because I, like the amount of territory, I don't even know which like territories really exist in the UK anymore. Because like the whole NXT UK ships kind of come over. Like the the only ones I can really think of are like you know obviously because of our local lad, we have Dropkick still. They're doing you know you, you like weekly shows on YouTube still. Um, yeah. Got a WAW run by the Knight family. Um, but yeah, that's 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 a good one to get into, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I spent many of weekends down, like down in Norwich. Uh, ah, when like first time I went, you know, you know when uh, you you think you know you see a wrestler and you just say like, you know what? I've always actually liked that guy. He's you know a quality wrestler and things like that. Uh, then like you go down there and he's just an absolute lad. It was Robbie E, uh, <laughs> who's now <laughs> Robert Stone from uh, what's it NXT. And like he was wrestling or whatever, and like nobody was queuing up for him, so I went up and met him, bought his last t shirt off him, and then like they they do like these T V tapings there and like they call it like Epic Weekends or something. And my god, I got absolutely tanked uh, to another level. Um yeah, uh, like it ended up with me just like in the crowd just like, you know, taking off my shirt and like spinning it around, like the crowd just didn't really know how to react because like um or, or like bless them down in Norwich, they're quite tame. Um, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like you know, they're proper family shows, and they're just me going, "Yeah, come on, me!" <laughs> and like, end up having, <laughs> and like after the show, we were like again, like uh, Robbie, can I have a shirtless photo with you? And, yeah, of course, man. Like, and there's just like, <laughs> and he went, "Make sure you get your, uh, you know, your shorts down a bit." And I basically <laughs> flashed my pubes at the poor guy, and he's a bit, bit up, bit up, and I went. Like, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like, and just people in the show were like coming up to me after. I was like, "Come here, phone you." Yeah, of course. And just like me and my shelf going up, looking like you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. have, have you got those pictures? Because after this, you need to be posting them up so that people can see that. Oh, I'm on Robbie uh, Robbie E's Instagram. Actually, he went like, oh, "This is why like the uh, the fans in the UK are like crazy or whatever." It's just me, really, really out of shape, and him, like, you know, this chiseled, like, eight-pack or whatever. Um, but then I had another one where, like, you know, back-to-back with him, and I'm just going, like, you know... And, like, my my, my, my arm looks pretty hench, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> looks like I've been... And, like, my, the way, like, the fucking... The camera's taking the photo. I look like I'm in great shape in that one, I'm not going to lie. But the, the other one, what he put up, uh, it's not the greatest. <laughs> but, you know, at the yeah, end of the day... To like, share the one that is not the greatest. Yeah. 
he, you know, at the end of the day, he was making the statement that, you know, the fact of, you know, the, the fans in the UK are crazy. So, but yeah, he, he was an absolute dude. Um, like, they even get like Scott Hall down there quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a really yeah, nice fellow. I've seen him a few times. He, um, he, he literally, like, I've got like, you know, um, I've got like two figures signed by him now. And, um, like, he, he, I was wearing a Seth Rollins t shirt and he just stopped me, like, you know, like, you know, when he was signing, he was there, like, what did you think of when uh, <laughs> Hunter screwed, uh, you know, um, Rollins and made Kev the champ? They're like, you know, obviously the direction they need to go in, uh, kind of thing. Just like, just like, better not mark out here. Scott Hall was actually asking me a question about wrestling. Uh, and my mate got a, um, a front cover of a magazine signed. Uh, with him on, like, and he, he told us the whole story about like how um, he, they took him down to Titan Towers or whatever just for this magazine shoot, and he just got absolutely like you know just drinking champagne all day and just things like that. And he just said like, "Mate, I was rolling it." <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the best thing in it. I mean, you get free champagne, you're not gonna stop. Yeah, mate. You know he knew how to party, bless him. But you know, good on him. He's sober and uh, you know things like that now. So. Uh, Best way, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, did you ever watch the resurrection of Jake the Snake when he comes into our school? No, I didn't. Nah, I didn't know, so. He comes in in a wheelchair. And he just looks unrecognisable. Like he literally, they're like, they're like, you look at him now, just thinking, Jesus Christ, DDP did like you know an absolute <laughs> great job. Oh on him. yeah. Yeah. I've seen little clips and everything like that of all the DDP things, and mate, obviously, the stuff that lads do it is. Brilliant, isn't it? Mm. I mean, people are t- he's turning people's lives around. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, all the power yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can even get into those types of positions. <laughs> I try and do like a forward dog or whatever it's called. My belly will still be touching the floor. <laughs> uh, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, earlier on you said it was the greatest moment of your career with Gangrel but was it your greatest match no I wouldn't say it was my greatest match obviously greatest moment with Gangrel but greatest match I've had I've had a lot I've wrestled Alex Centric a lot and we've had some real corkers this was when we were thinking of when I wanted to try and transition over to going outside of camp shows and things like that so we stepped it up a bit and I think cage matches with him have been really good and again it's purely just because I was learning things um, what else is it you can't go wrong with a match with Dean Ormite. Yeah. but I think my best of all time would be a match in Butlins with Bobby Dynamite. No British legend. <laughs> he literally walked out mm-hmm. and walked around the ring for a good 10 minutes. And just because he'd done that, and that Robbie Dynamite, probably one of the best wrestlers of all time. I mean, a lot of people might not know him, but he's definitely been one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. He was one of the first people that taught me in all-star school with Dean. But um, this match, he just, he had the crowd in the palm of his hand. Hmm. 
and it's not the fact that we didn't do much in the match because we didn't do that much but the crowd reaction to everything I done the crowd reaction to everything he done was just phenomenal and it, it was height of the summer packed full of drunk people kids whatever you can think of they were there yeah. and he had them eating out the pounds absolutely brilliant Man, like, um, and what, what about the future? What, what are you looking forward to when, like, you know, um, have you got any, uh, like, you know, um, future rivalries you, you'd like to, you know, get into? Or, uh, um, I don't know, I don't, uh, it's a hard one, that's a hard one. Well, you just want everyone, um, like, you know, you just take it, you know, by ear and you just say, like, okay, cool, you know, if I get thrown into it, yeah, look, pretty much that's all I've ever done. Hmm. I turn up, you're against this guy today, happy days. And then, obviously, if I have a rivalry with someone, I'm just a nasty bugger. Yeah. <laughs> but I think before COVID, I pretty much wrapped everything up. Um, yeah, I think I've I, I done my last tour with Ian McGregor. Um, everything else, NGW, I, I had to pull out of the last one because my appendix went pop oh dear um so we still we still got a little bit of stuff in NGW that we've uh, as a tag team we've got unfinished business because we were, we were hoping to go for the tag team belts mm-hmm. that's something that we're, we're looking to take over uh yeah I think that's everything to be honest I mean obviously there's going to be new things when I come back myself as in like I just used to the singlet and everything I don't think it suits me as much anymore as I got broader I got bigger through the the strongman stuff so I think it's time for a bit of a change yeah about the same look for the past well, since I was 18 years old so I think it's about time to change things up and change my aggression up and yeah Start taking over things, mate. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Um, but yeah, apart from like you know wrestling, strong man. What what are your other hobbies? That's hear, my life. Let's hear about. I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> there's not there's not much time in there. I, I do work. Um, yeah. I'm a truck driver in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I come home, say hi to the family, and then I bugger off five minutes later to the gym. I come home, I eat a lot, and uh, fall asleep in a food coma. Right. That is pretty much my life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> uh, have you enjoyed being on here today? Mate, this has been brilliant. It's a, it's a good little show. I, once once uh, Liam told me about it, I've, read, I've, I've listened to a lot of your, your shows, and mate, it's really good. Thank you very much. <laughs> it means the world. You're the first ever wrestler on here, so um, you, you oh, know, happy days. broke the record there. And the first ever Welsh person, so... Mate, two records, one day. Uh, that's what I do, mate. <laughs> you know, uh, you've probably got the biggest beard as well, right? <laughs> you're beating mine, I tell you that. Yeah, well, yep. that's, that's, uh, that's my, uh, my lockdown thing. I grew a beard, and then I started my own beard oil company. Nice. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, 
Plug it, plug Go for it. I know they're not going to be able to hear it on there, but those are bottles. Nice, what's it called? Sweet Beard. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy some Sweet Beard, sweet beard <laughs> online now. <laughs> plug your website, Caden. Just plugging it out there. Get some sweet beard in it. <laughs> you use the promo code fifty five, and you'll get uh, uh, nothing off. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Like, it's been great yeah, having you on. I've really enjoyed it. You know, just talking about wrestling and just you know, you know, independent shows like like we said earlier on. Like they are the greatest shows that you know, absolutely. You know, you get your money's worth. Oh yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. You go to those small shows, hmm. you get the wrestlers giving you hundred percent. Apart from a mate Sam who spends twenty pounds on raffle tickets, but uh, you know. if I was going to give anybody information, don't spend twenty quid on raffle tickets. <laughs> Man, as soon as he hears that, you know that you know that raff, he's like straight away at the front of the queues. They're like, Sam, you're getting the first tickets. I don't think they're going to win it for you. <laughs> Just spend it on sweet beard. Yeah. Sweet beard. Beard oil. He probably will as well, because he, he does like beard oil. We always call him a little hipster blessing, but... Uh... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Caden, thank you very much for coming on. It's been great. It's awesome. It's, it's been brilliant, mate. Thank you for having me on. That's all right. Well, you know, hope you, uh, you know, uh, you know, get back, you know, to the wrestling very, very soon, and uh, keep, keep doing your strongman stuff. You're owning it, mate. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Everything gets back to normal soon. Cool. Get back to smashing some people in. Oh, mate. Bet, bet you love that. <laughs> oh, mate. It's the best feeling, isn't it? <laughs> Being a bad guy. Before, before, before we go, have you accidentally ever clocked anyone like properly, you know, like in uh, <laughs> giving them like a good old shiner? Um, do you know Not someone that can't take it. But yes, <laughs> to answer the question, ah, I'm not, yeah. not going to be around the bush. Um, it was a backwards and forwards thing. I think we just got too excited. Yeah. Smashed each other up and then kind of went, well, I think this needs to stop before one of us hit the floor here. Yeah. And I, I just booted him in the stomach. It was like, bam, right. That's that. I mean... Um, I remember myself feeling like, you know, obviously the drop kicks training and there was a guy there called Sam DeFrame and like we're doing our like, you know, thing and he slapped me. I was thinking, fucking hell, he slapped me. I'm going to slap him back. Bam! <laughs> 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 oh, he's a good lad, I like him. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. You slap me, I am slapping you. Mm. <laughs> like the old, what's it called? You're going to um, stand there and take it here. Mm. The old receipt, innit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've definitely been clocked myself in the past like again that's probably another funny moment looking from the outside it was uh Antigiri and um it was Welsh wrestling in real and uh caught his foot on me being me just I normally take things on the chin got smack me bam caught him bam hit me right on the temple like toe poking I They've been hit the floor like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I'm a 24 stone man. I am not falling lightly. And uh, I hit the floor. And it's a tag match, and everybody's like, "What are we gonna do?" 
So they're wrestling away, and out of nowhere, I pop up, bam, bam, <laughs> and I start clotheslining everyone, bam, 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 and I just won't stop. I'm just constantly my own tag team partner. I clotheslined him, bam, down he goes. Um, someone had to spear me, and I was still trying to get up. Yeah, he speared me a second time and just properly pushed me into the canvas. He's like, "You're staying down." Wait, what a story! <laughs> yeah, I was getting worried for the other fella because I think he's a cru- he's probably a cruiserweight if he's hitting enziguris. But you know, uh, <laughs> he said that you're a twenty four same man. So, I don't mention names, so yeah. he'll still get booked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was Mark Andrews, wasn't it? She <laughs> um, always. Well, whoever you want it to be. Okay. <laughs> Who don't I like? <laughs> But yeah, thank you very much for coming on. It means the world. And um, if you're listening at home, just remember, I'm Matthew Hasm Hammond. Ooh, baby, do you know what that was worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Goodbye.